Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of the Red Men Bite Size podcast. It's Tuesday, March 7th. Seven, as in the seven goals that Liverpool scored past Man United at the weekend. Not going to let that go, of course. We're going to milk that a little bit longer. Yeah, I'm here to talk all the stuff that's happening in and around Liverpool Football Club. And there's been a fair little bit of news that's come out over the last 24 hours or so, including John Henry doing a very rare interview with the Liverpool Echo. We've had a little bit about UEFA refunding Champions League final tickets and some transfer news regarding Leicester's Yuri Tielemans as well. But yeah, so might as well get straight into it with the John Henry interview. Yeah, very, very rare that he does these kind of things. Um, speaking to Dave Powell in, of the Liverpool Echo in an exclusive interview, John Henry com- confirmed his commitment and re- reiterated his commitment to Liverpool Football Club and FSG's commitment to Liverpool Football Club. Um, he did say, while we formalised the process that's identified potential investors for the club, we remain fully committed to the long-term success of the club. He said that's been the case since day one. And they'll continue to do that. Um, he says investment in the club is never for the short term. The approach has been successful over the long haul with patience necessary from time to time. And he goes on to say, in regard to Liverpool, our commitment uh, remains stronger than ever. He, he, he also goes on and he's maybe a little bit about what's going to happen in the future. He was asked about transfers and money and all that kind of stuff. He says we're going to continue to we're going to continue building Liverpool Football Club in a responsible manner. We've seen many football clubs, including Liverpool, previously go down unsustainable paths and we have and will continue to focus our attention on investing wisely in the transfer market we remain incredibly proud of the squad goes on to say about the investing in the training facilities the main stand the Anfield Road end as well also a little hint about um, maybe where FSG sit in terms of financial fair play and what should be happening in and around Europe as well he says um, we fought for some time there should be limits on spending so the league doesn't go the way of European leagues where one or two clubs annually have little competition. Excitement depends on competition and it's the most important component of the Premier League. And that is the, the crux of this, really. I always think FSG, I think if financial fair play existed uh, and was fully backed and had proper sanctions, if people didn't follow it and there weren't as many loopholes and workarounds as there is, I actually think FSG would be some of the best owners in world football because they are great at putting structures into place following it through, following plans, through investing wisely, selling at the right times, all that kind of stuff. It's just hard to do that when other clubs can just go and bang, 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 bang. Here's another right back, here's another left back, here's 100 million on him, here's him and him and him. And that partly explains, I think, why they are looking for an investment. But- 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23. It's interesting that John Henry is now taking this time of all times to clarify a situation. I think a lot of us were asking for that. Can you come out and just tell us exactly what's happening, what's going on? It, again, it, it was reported not long ago that, it, you know, by John Henry himself in, in US journalists, two US journalists rather, that the, the idea of a sale was off the table. Uh, so I'm from to speak to someone in Liverpool and use the local media for that Um yeah, basically reiterating where he is. Some people aren't going to like the fact that you know that we're going to continue to invest wisely. Some people just want us to go and go bang, 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 and, sp- and spend all this money and make massive losses. I don't think he's ever going to do that. But it's interesting the fact that Liverpool don't really have any saleable assets, massive saleable assets. So we all know the squad needs uh, rejuvenation this summer. So it'll be interesting how Liverpool go about doing that. Obviously, the the, the search for investment probably helps f- fund that a little bit. Um, and obviously there's, there's ongoing work on the Anfield Road that where it's done, that'll increase revenues and there's there's loads of different ways Liverpool can go about doing that. But yeah, fascinating stuff from John Henry. And in itself, the fact that he's decided to speak out and do an interview, which is something, that, yeah, again, as mentioned before, rarely if ever does, um, he's, but he has gone and done that. So you can go and chat that out if you want, by the way, over on the Liverpool Echo website. Next story then is about UEFA refunding tickets for the 2022 Champions League final. Um, they've announced that, and it's worth noticing that this is a um, this is a UEFA refund. It's not to do with Liverpool. UEFA have done this off their own back. They've said uh, fans, UEFA refund fans who have bought tickets and who are most affected by the difficulties accessing the stadium. He says anyone who went through gates A, they say rather anyone who went through gates A, B, C, X, Y, and Z, where the most difficult circumstances were reported, will get full refunds. Um, also, anyone who didn't get into the stadium before 9pm, which was the original kick-off time, or they were unable to get in at all, they'll be, in, they'll be eligible to get themselves a refund. Um, finally, UEFA will also offer refunds to fans who purchased accessibility tickets and along with their accompanying persons. Um, basically, that covers the whole Liverpool end. Um, anyone who was going through those gates, that would have been the whole Liverpool end. So if they got them, if they got tickets from Liverpool and not from UEFA, then that'll be that, that's what's going to be happening as well. Although there is... Um, some Real Madrid fans also meet that, and some UEFA customers as well, people who are in that neutral end. Now, there's been a little bit of criticism on this, um, and I was looking at journalist Simon Hughes, who writes for The Athletic, and he made a good point, and he was saying, basically, 
by only offering it to Liverpool and not to like other supporters or anyone else who was affected in the that uh, in particular matters outside the ground in particular, then that might be something that obviously is worth looking at. I think he said, you know, there should be refunding anyone who attended the Champions League final. It wasn't just Liverpool fans who suffered. Madrid did too, so did sponsors, and so did Dignity. By refunding Liverpool fans only, it signals to the rest of the world that it was a Liverpool problem, which isn't true. The independent report delays that they were attempting to do this from the moment the kickoff was delayed. Um, some Real Madrid fans, like he says, do meet the criteria as well as neutral supporters, but he feels like anyone who attended should be invited to apply, as the whole thing was a waste of everybody's time. And to be fair to Simon, he makes some good points there. Like the way some people obviously got um, issues getting in the ground in the first place, some got in on time. I think after the game, there was plenty of issues for lots and lots of people, you know, in terms of, of, of muggings and attacks and the police and the heavy handed nature of the police. So I think that, you know, you didn't have to go through just those specific gates to be involved in that. So I'm surprised you for having just done it to everyone. But like I say, you know, maybe if, in hindsight, maybe actually I'm not surprised because we know it, they're not exactly the. Um, well, they're not exactly covering themselves in glory with this whole process so far. Um, on behalf of Liverpool Supporters Unions, both Spirit of Shankly and the Liverpool Disabled Supporters Association uh, made a, a joint statement saying they, that they both welcome to, today's announcement that they refund, they're going to refund all LFC ticket holders who attended the Champions League final. The unprecedented move is a result of tireless work Alongside the football supporters, uh, sorry, let me get the, football, uh, the FSE rather, and Ian Byrne, the MP, who held those responsible for the catastrophic events in Paris. UEFA, with the promise to reimburse supporters, UEFA have gone some way to acknowledging their part in the fiasco, but it does not excuse UEFA, exempt them from criticism or lessen the need for them to implement all the recommendations by the independent inquiry. We'll work alongside LFC and publish details once we know how and when refunds will be processed. That's the important thing. That you can't just because you wait for giving anyone's money back. This can't be swept under the rug. There's still lessons learned from the independent inquiry, and they need to be put into place. People still need to be made accountable. It was a miracle that people weren't killed. Quite frankly, at Paris. So yeah, given the refund is the bare minimum, but that that doesn't solve the issues. There's still plenty of learners that need to be taken, and UEFA still need to continue. To have a very hard look at themselves, how they conduct themselves during, before, and after that game in in Paris. What they did, what they didn't do, and what they can, what they tried to do. It all needs looking at, and I include some of the French authorities in that as well. But this is a start and point. At least maybe some people can at least get the money back from what was a pretty traumatic time. Moving on, then sources say that Liverpool are in the race to try and agree an early deal to sign Yuri Tielmans from Leicester. That's according to Football Insider. They believe that the Merseysiders see a deal for the out-of-contact 25-year-old as tremendous value, but they still face competition from rivals both in England and Europe. Um, Arsenal, Newcastle and Barcelona are also apparently in talks with them. It's unlikely, according to the sources, that he's going to sign the renewed terms that are on offer at Leicester, despite their best efforts, they are offering him a new contract. It feels like he hasn't. He's decided that his future lies elsewhere. Uh, apparently, he's reportedly on thirty-five thousand pounds a week. He hasn't extended his contract ever since joining Leicester in twenty nineteen. Um, it says sources with knowledge of the Belgium international situation have revealed he's keen to cash in on his free agent status this summer. Uh, obviously, with Liverpool, we know now Liverpool are over, overhauling their midfield. As it stands, James Milner, Naby Keita and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain are all set to leave on free transfers. Liverpool have got work to do in their midfield. We know they've been targeting the likes of Jude Bellingham, Mateus Nunez, Mason Mount as well. But 
the news maybe that Roberto Firmino's leaving, maybe they need to get a replacement for him. There's talk that they're in for a centre back as well. It would make sense for me that if some if they could get somebody on a free transfer, um, just to help take the load off it. Now, obviously, when you when you sign someone on a free transfer, yes, it can be a good deal in terms of there's no transfer fee, but often it includes a big sign on fee or to get bigger wages or there's other add-ons here, there and everywhere. So that that is worth taking into account as well. But effectively, if they're going to spend a lot of money on certain positions and they can get another one for a relatively cheap deal, I could see why they would potentially be interested in doing that. Um, this season for Leicester, unless they're having a shocking time, and I think Yuri Thielman himself is, um, yeah, he was the club captain for a little bit, but there's been doubts about how committed he is. And listen, these stories aren't going to exactly brush them away, are they? But he has played uh, 23 games in the league this season for Leicester. He's got himself th- three goals and one assist. He's also, you know, he's been at Leicester for a long time. Now, he obviously helped win them the FA Cup as well, which he's been a big player for them. It felt like the hype around Jordi Tielemans was a little bit maybe, I don't know, bigger. I suppose a couple of seasons ago, there was a lot of clubs sniffing around him. I think Arsenal were interested at one point. There was lots going on um, around him. But in total, since his move to Leicester, he's played 187 games, played, uh, sorry, scored 28 goals, 25 assists as well. The fact that he can play in a few different roles... You know, he's played throughout his career. He's played centre mids. He's played DM. He's played like a number 10. He's even done little bits of jobs on, on left and right midfield as well, as and when needed during his time between Leicester and Delecht and Monaco. He's obviously um, a Belgian international as well. 58 games then, five goals. This season hasn't been great for Jordi Thielmans, I think that's fair to say. But Liverpool have got a habit of signing lads from struggling teams or even relegated teams um, and then tra- trying to transform them. Age 25 on a free transfer in a summer where Liverpool have got lots and lots of work to do. Like I say, I've never been totally convinced that he's a great fit for Liverpool, but if Jürgen and Julian Ward, who's still in his role, and the scouting team think they can get a tune out of him, then listen, you'd, you'd obviously give it a chance. Those fellas know a lot more than me. I'm, I'm yet to be truly convinced of the fit, but if Liverpool can get, like I say, if it means that there's more money to spend elsewhere and they do pad out the squad with another body, which they desperately, desperately need in midfield... Not only are at least three of them going to leave, there's, there's definitely questions about the injuries around Thiago, obviously around Curtis Jones as well. I, I think Liverpool stands get the best out of Jordan Henderson and Fabinho by playing them in rotation and not trying to flog them every single game. So they're eminently need managing already. And when you start thinking of it like that, actually, you're looking at a couple of kids in Bacchettis and Elliot who, again, you don't want to really overrun before you start thinking, yeah, my God, there's, there's questions about pretty much every single midfield at Liverpool. So if they can go and get themselves some big money, again, Jude Bellingham's the obvious one they want, but whoever they can go and get, if that means they can get maybe Bellingham and one of Nunes and Mount, maybe, and then facilitate that with a Uri Tielemans on a free transfer. So going back to what John Henry said earlier about being, you know, um, what's the word, stable and not doing mad things, basically paraphrasing in terms of the transfer market, doing things in a more sustainable manner. That indeed, that, I think that makes a, a bit of sense. So it's definitely one worth keeping an eye on. But if you have Liverpool are indeed interested in a, in a free transfer for Yuri Tielemans. Right then, just want to let you guys know on the Redmen Networks this week, yeah, we've got loads. Obviously, we're still basking in the glory of Man United. If you haven't checked out all our amazing YouTube content, head on over to the Redmen TV on YouTube. Just search for us over there or just type in youtube.com forward slash the Redmen TV. You've got loads and loads and loads of content over there already. Yeah, go and milk it. Lots of them are available in podcast forms on this very feed now. So if you want to go back and listen to some of it, it's all there for you. In terms of on redmenplus.com, our subscription service, thanks so much. We had loads and loads of people join up. Hopefully, if it's you, you're enjoying it. If you haven't yet and you want to consider it, well, 
basically if you want to go and listen to stuff like the final word and the instant match reaction after the Man United game, the in the ground podcast from the Man United game as well. We've done the Bias Football podcast where we spoke a little bit about the title race, a little about Newcastle, Tottenham in the top four race and a lot about the relegation battle as well. Basically, we we looking at the rest of the Premier League but with biased Liverpool glasses. I think that's the best way we all want to do it. That's all available for you on Redmen Plus. So if you want to go and give it a chance, um, head on over to redmenplus.com and yeah, we've got a great offer for you guys, our Bite Size listeners. If you sign up as a monthly club captain, use the code Bite Size on the payment screen. All one word, B-I-T-E-S-I-Z-E. You'll get 50% off for three months. So essentially, yeah, rather than paying 15 quid for three months, you'll get it for 250 a month times three. Even my basic maths tells you £7.50. So 250 a month for three months. So yeah, head to redmenplus.com, sign up as a monthly club captain, use code BITESIZE on the payment screen, grab that discount and check out some of our amazing, amazing, amazing Liverpool FC content. When the Reds have been bad, we've been there every step of the way. When the Reds are good, we're always there every step of the way. We've got you covered here on the YouTube, sorry, here on the podcasting, over on YouTube, and of course on Redmen Plus as well. Right then, that's enough from me for today for Bite Size. Tune in for another episode tomorrow. I think it's actually going to be me again. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store, Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You get to listen to my voice once again. Sorry about that. But yeah, check out size tomorrow, and I'll see you all soon. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you want even more Bosch content and podcasts just like this, go over to redmenplus.com and sign up now.